Hi, I'm Pauline Solda, dating and relationship expert, certified coach and typologist, and creator of Love by Design. I started helping women just like you find your soulmate after meeting my soulmate over 11 years ago. And this is the first dating and relationship podcast that shows you how to use a personality-based, psychology-backed approach to dating, choosing men, and finding your soulmate combined with timeless energy, attraction, and gender communication principles so that you can create a loving, stable, and lasting relationship of your dreams. This is your Love by Design. Hey, and welcome to this brand new episode of uh, Love by Design. And uh, this is a very interesting uh, podcast episode that I'm about to create uh, based on a documentary that recently released on Netflix and so many people are talking about it and it is the twin the Tinder Swindler uh, movie based on uh, true events and true stories and I ha- want to share some of my thoughts and uh, different uh, different uh, things that I want to focus on different uh, angles uh, that uh, all focus on uncovering some of the biggest uh, blocks that can uh, get in your way and uh, becoming aware of some of the the dangers out there and uh, be able to protect yourself and date in a very safe way and also learn some things about yourself and man and the principles of relationships and principles of handling money and different understanding of uh, different levels and qualities and categories of men that are all going to be super helpful for you to uh, find the right uh, most uh, ideal partner for you. And the first thing I want to talk about is uh, without spoiling, if you haven't seen that movie yet, without going into much detail, is that when you think about online dating, and a lot of people will say, well, online dating is dangerous, or online dating doesn't work, or anything like that. The reality is, the fact is, is uh, online dating is just a tool. And just like uh, you can use uh, the same thing, like a tool, uh, people have uh, arguments about, well, you can use um, a brick to build something, something incredible. You can, a brick is just a tool. You can use it uh, or a hammer, right? You can use a hammer to build uh, a church made out of bricks or you can use a hammer uh, to hurt somebody or you can actually use a brick as a, instead of a hammer, as a tool to hurt somebody. So uh, the what matters is that tool itself is neutral. What matters is how you perceive it and what you think about it and how, of course, ultimately you use it. When it comes to online dating, I think it's an incredible tool to uh, easily and very quickly and effortlessly meet new people who uh, most likely 
not all of them, but most likely the majority of them is going to be single, like truly single available. And uh, most of them uh, have a desire to meet somebody. And uh, what matters is that this is a tool that you can make work for you 24-7 and you can use it anytime, anywhere. You can be uh, using it in your pajama uh, PJs on Monday night and meeting man and having not having to uh, spend hours uh, getting ready and making the time and uh, paying for cabs to get somewhere and go to random places and trying to meet people and not knowing are they available, are they interested in you. So you avoid all of that. It makes it super, super simple and easy. And so in this movie, uh, it is a story about, of course, uh, online dating and specifically using a dating app, uh, Tinder, but it can be any app, it can be any site. Again, online dating is just a tool. And what happens there, the reality is just like you can be walking down the street and uh, probably where you live, there will be uh, a certain percentage of people. Maybe it's a very small percentage, maybe, right? Maybe it's a two, three percent of people who uh, will have some kind of mental issues. There will be men who will be psychopaths or men who will be narcissists or there will be scammers. And those men exist in real life just like they exist online. And it's just the reality of things. And again, understanding that, that there are some uh, mentally challenged people, there are some inadequate people uh, out there. It doesn't prevent you, let's say, to go out and uh, walk down the street and go to a grocery store and go to your local gym. And the same uh, same principle applies here. So just because there are, yes, there are some scammers, yes, there are some inadequate people and uh, uh psychopaths and narcissists doesn't mean that uh, that is a reason not to use online dating because when you, again, like any tool, when you know how to use it, it's not going to, you go, you're going to make sure that it doesn't hurt you, you when you know how to use it in the right way. And so when it comes to this particular story about the Tindler Swindler, who is, uh, well, first of all, let's just acknowledge that this man is clearly uh, a narcissist, and he has uh, uh, multiple personality disorder of some sort. And uh, I'm not a psychiatrist, but I can tell by uh, his reactions and his uh, how he uh, behaves and his emotional state, right? How he communicates. When you really pay attention uh, to uh, what other people are saying and doing, you gotta start seeing, and this is. This is pretty easy. It's pretty obvious. It's just a skill you develop. But instead of focusing on your own uh, emotional state and that high, that natural high of like, oh my gosh, I'm falling in love. Well, uh, you also have an option where you're like, okay, let's let's evaluate. So this person, like, really pay attention to who is this person? How are they showing up? And noticing there's so many signs, like right away. It's so so clear. So noticing. Um, those uh, red flags that a person will like uh, it's that on and off communication for example it's a lack of consistency uh, it's those emotional up and downs and so, so there is the whole science and art of uh, and it's called of course uh, the whole pickup uh, artist culture that is based on uh, getting uh, creating this 
emotional pendulum. And typically, like normal men who are who don't have these uh, skills, they don't use these techniques, who are adequate, who are mentally stable, uh, who don't have any uh, mental issues and disorders, they and who are emotionally stable. And this is just right away you will identify like they are not going to create those kind of uh, emotional swings where, uh, and it's done on purpose. And the reason for that is that it is when it is not when things are just neutral that uh, we experiencing or special emotions to fall in love. You want to experience that high emotion where it gets elevated, but when it's being taken away from you. So the fact that uh, he would meet a girl and then there would be that gap. He would uh, create that gap where he's really busy. He can't see her. Uh, and uh, it's it's inconsistent, and there isn't really any progression. So it's sort of that like one thing, like that fireworks of emotions, that love bombing, right? That everything is just like that kind of movie uh, or fairy tale story, and boom, there is a in, immediately uh, after that high, after that like elevation of emotions and experience, that is wow, goes that gap. And uh, it, it is it is by design because uh, when you're really really high and you get low, uh, you're gonna you're gonna experience pain and you will want to get back to that. So it's that the, the swing, you know, up and down is one of the key things. That yes, you get excited. Yes, you feel like so alive and falling in love. And at the same time, you're totally missing out on the red flag that this man just not being consistent, he's not available. Uh, and there's that gap that now you're trying like to fill in that void. And what it does is it creates uh, codependency. It creates that emotional attachment. And the biggest mistake uh, so many women make is that they get so fixated on this one person and they just want it to, they just want it to work. So, and they start developing this illusion about who this person is Instead of really developing, like getting to know a person, going deeper. And so what does going deeper mean? Going deeper means actually meeting, like meeting friends where you spend quality time together, where uh, you, it gets to the next level. You spend more time. You get to know this person from different angles, not just like the party scene, uh, but it's, it's, it's deeper. So that, uh, and get to know, of course, People like look at how this person um, is like. What is their uh, circle of friends like? What is their um, social environment like? And having conversations where you can simply ask a very few targeted questions that will reveal so much about the person. And again, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to go into details of what it looks like, but there is a whole formula that I actually teach inside of Love by Design where you can immediately identify uh, the quality, like if a person is actually just putting on the show, because look, anybody can uh, wear designer clothes, and maybe it's borrowed, maybe it's, uh, uh, or it's stolen, or it's, uh, they bought it on eBay, and it's secondhand. It's, this is not an indicator um, how uh, you're looking for inconsistencies, and so asking very targeted questions and uh, having spending quality time with a person where you really get to know each other instead of just keeping it at superficial, let's just have fun level where you really don't know anything about them. And so 
uh, what uh, what I see also uh, what happens I- in the movie is that, of course, just understanding, so being very very clear on so many women will say, well, uh, I want a high quality man or I want a quality man, and so what does it really mean, a quality man or high quality man, and really understanding uh, who a high quality man is and understanding what makes a man a successful man. So understanding what's dynamics, it's one part of it. And the second part of it is showing up as a high value woman and having your own principles. And so what I see when it comes to understanding high quality, what really a successful man is like, well, what makes uh, a quality and successful man, there's, Several things, of course, multiple things, but I'm going to talk about the the three things that uh, are total red flags here. So for a man to be become really successful and become really wealthy, well, number one, to achieve that level of success, it requires a certain, uh, well, number one, it requires taking responsibility. So the kind of man who will run his own business and who will build uh, his empire he ultimately takes responsibility not only for himself, but for a lot of people who depend on him for the, the employees, of course, and their families that rely on the business that he runs. So the man knows how to take responsibility and he would not achieve that level of success if he didn't. And I'm talking about taking 100% responsibility. And that's what exactly makes men successful. Is that they don't uh, they don't rely on anyone else. They don't ask for help. They get things done and they find the way. So taking responsibility 100% is number one. And uh, number two, uh, of course, they're great at solving problems. And again, the level of your success and the level of your wealth is going to be in direct proportion and uh, correlated to um, the level of, of course, how much responsibility. Uh, you take, but it's also uh, how much value you create and the level of problems you solve. So if somebody uh, works at a minimal wage uh, uh, wage job and uh, their level of responsibility is very minimal, it's maybe just this one task and they're only responsible for that one task that they do themselves, well, of course, they're going to be compensated accordingly. However, for somebody who's so, so wealthy and successful and has multiple positions himself as uh, multiple deals all, all around the world. Of course, uh, the level of problems, like this person knows how to solve problems. And it's a certain mindset. Uh, problem solving, like this is just another problem. So whatever happens, like in reality, both men solve those problems. And understanding that's exactly what makes them high quality. And the high quality man who is truly successful, who knows how to take responsibility and solve big, like real problems, solve the kind of problems that most people probably, it would send them to a hospital, like they would just completely lose it. And they're able to solve it. It's exactly what uh, makes them who they are. So uh, it would not, it just uh, it just doesn't work that way when you think about uh, somebody at that level who would, uh, who wouldn't just solve that problem just like many others. It's just another problem to solve. So it's another uh, thing that's totally missing and was women are not connecting and not getting present to that. And of course, the third thing is these kinds of men are like truly wealthy, successful. They are very, very resourceful. 
so being able to solve problems, they're going to find a way. It's not about maybe having access, but they're going to find a way. And if you think about, like, think about all the, uh, then the social network and the social capital of somebody like that, they definitely uh, can be very resourceful and find so many ways to again get the money, uh, find the money, uh, and uh, solve their problems ultimately. So now uh, for those women, when it comes to uh, themselves, how they position themselves, uh, I think it's also important to uh, be very, very clear on what your own principles and what your own values are. And again, and understand uh, several dynamics that are going on, uh, your relationship of your money, uh, uh, the relationship of money, period, and uh, your relationship uh, with uh, men and what you want to create. So what I see here is that, first of all, if you ever, so not, not understanding really how money works, because if you ever lend money to someone, or maybe it's your close friend or family member, chances are you noticed there was a shift. And it's this weird feeling. It's that there is a actual distancing that happens. And when you lend somebody money, you got to ask yourself, and in Russia, there's even this saying that if you want to lose a friend, uh, lend them some money. Because you got to understand that anytime you lend somebody money, your whole dynamic of a relationship shifts. It's not going to be the same. It's just proven. It's 100% a fact. And uh, there's a big risk that you can lose this relationship. So what happens is that, uh, and I have a principle, so I will not lend money to anyone. I will give. So my, for example, my mom asked uh, me to lend her some money, and I did it in the past, but it was this weird experience where I just, she bought a summer house and the fat money. She never had the money to repay me back. And I had so, such a whole range of feelings and emotions. And it was just such a weight on me. And it uh, put such a negative strain on our relationship. And nothing shifted until I made a decision that I just gift you that. I just gifted her uh, that money. And I just wrote her a letter about that. I told her that. I completely let go. And we have an amazing relationship now. And so every time she asks me, I give her gifts. So if you want to, to if somebody asks you to lend them money, uh, only, I would highly, highly recommend, this is my principle, is that you only uh, give the money that you're willing to give them as a gift. So you understand and you tell them, like, look, I'm just giving this to you. Uh, if they ask you for $10,000 and you really feel like you have such a crush on this man, you say, look, you know what? Uh, I'm comfortable. I feel like uh, I want to help you. Like that would be extreme, by the way. Only as a gift. Like only if this man is already maybe your fiance, you met his parents. I mean, there has to be multiple criteria, your own standards. And uh, give it as a gift. So, for example, I made a very generous gift to my husband uh, when uh, I wrote the deposit for uh, the boat. But it was my decision and it was a gift. And it would completely, I think, ruin the relationship was lending some money because what happens is that uh, the relationship is not going to be the same and then the person, their attitude shifts completely. So even let's say he wasn't, let's say he wasn't a scammer, but he actually, we're talking about a situation where your boyfriend could ask you, uh, your relationship uh, uh, is is going to be uh, damaged in some way if you 
lend money. Because what happens is that there's so much uh, going on there. One thing is that now that you've given money, so you've created this energetic connection where they actually uh, become like energetically, they become your slave. They depend on you. They, uh, there's that pressure. There's that unspoken expectation that they have to repay this money back. Now, let's say uh, they already spent this money on something. It's gone. So now they don't have that money. They back to the same position. They don't have the money anymore. They pay for something they need to pay for. And now they owe you and there is that weight. And association, it is a very negative association with you. It's that weight. Because as you know, that weight, if you've ever been in debt, right? The weight of those credit card uh, charges. It's like, it's that feeling that it's that heaviness. And so be having that association, you never want a man to associate you with that negative, heavy, like burden and uh, luck. And uh, it also makes him less than because there's that financially, energetically, he's dependent, like you have more power, you like he owes you. And it's a really, really bad dynamic. I would say just give and give what you feel comfortable. So in the movie, if she wanted to give him a thousand dollars as a gift and she was comfortable, just give it, don't expect it back. And that's it. But of course, uh, uh, so many women have this, uh, which is again, uh, you're going to be, if you, if you feel like men take advantage of you and uh, men use you and men uh, lie to you and cheat uh, on you, well, uh, there is also, uh, it determined in many ways how you show up because men always respond to us women and there are women out there who men can never cheat and never lie to and never scam them. There are a lot of women like that. It's just not going to work. And uh, you can be that woman and it starts with, you know, your own uh, decisions and principles. Like I just don't lend, uh, I can support you emotionally. I can listen to you. I can, uh, provide you that uh, emotional support that I'm here for you. You got it. You know, you, I believe in you. You have a man, you're going to figure it out. You look at all of the success you've created, like that kind of support, inspire a man, uh, help him believe in himself more You because you believe in him that he might uh, not believe in himself in the moment that will be much more valuable in the relationship than just uh, trying to rescue a man and solve his problems for him. Because uh, on one hand, if you say, well, I want a high-quality man, I want a strong masculine man, I want a man who provides and protects and does things for me, but in reality, you set such a low standard, then man comes to you for help and asks you for money and you give it to him. What, uh, what is your own value? Man? What are you teaching a man? Are you teaching him that uh, uh, that he doesn't need to be a man and solve his own problems and uh, you're going to do it for him? So think about uh, everything we do, how we show up, men respond to that. So you absolutely uh, never, ever want to solve men's problems for him because the only way men will grow and uh, become the kind of man you want him to be is by making mistakes and learning from his own mistakes. This is it. So if you want to mother him, if you want to uh, be there, he's uh, like, uh, be that uh, 
rescue of him. Well, is that the role you really want to take? Because there are very different roles between the woman who is the queen and the woman who really is an inspiration and the woman who goes and solves men's problems. So my point of view is uh, you support the man on every level. You can hold him. You can be there for him physically, hold his hand. Uh, you can cook for him, acts of kindness. You can give him a little thoughtful gift, or maybe handwritten card that shows that you care. You give him that emotional support. You inspire him. You motivate him. You, uh, you give him your energy and your love, but you never, ever, ever solve his financial problems by giving him money. So not even understanding, like not understanding this basic, basic principles and of course how money works and how uh, the energy in the relationship and the quality of a relationship shifts when money gets involved, especially borrowed, like money landed, right? Uh, it's just so, so, um, so easy to, when you understand all of that, it's so easy to avoid, avoid those kind of situations that are all dead ends. Because even if you think so, and, and of course, the whole point about the movie is about the scammer, but I think there's so many other points that uh, other people might not, might not be talking about because they might be talking about how to more like how to recognize a scammer, which is valuable. So a scammer, of course, will always ask you for money sooner or later. And it's, uh, it, it can be in a very sophisticated way, like here, where it was a whole show about how wealthy he was. And uh, it was pretty easy to believe that Okay, yes, he's wealthy, but it's not the point. It doesn't matter. The wealth of a man doesn't matter. What matters is your own principles. What matters is, does uh, this man come and ask you for financial support, which is a huge red flag. And when you say no, and you do it in a way that can really inspire in, and in, in reality, right? When it's an actual situation, he's not a scammer. Obviously, the scammer will... Uh, give you feedback that will right away like confirm uh, that it was a huge red flag because they will get upset with you, they'll try to manipulate you, they'll try to use any of his uh, blaming techniques and uh, play on fear that they're going to. Uh, so there will be it will be fear based and it will be very manipulative. And the bottom line of it all is that they will not take responsibility. This is his problem. He will try to shift that responsibility on you and make you feel a certain way and make you feel responsible and guilty. And uh, all of that, which again, of course, are red flags because in reality, no one owes anything to anyone. And even if you've been married for 10 years and if my husband came and asked me to uh, just help him financially and uh, become his guarantor, I would absolutely say no. Even we've been together for 10 years because it's not my financial responsibility. He needs to take financial responsibility for himself. I take my responsibility for myself 100% in our relationship. And he has to take his 100%. So the responsibility in the relationship is not 100% altogether. It's not you 50 and me 50. No, it's me taking 100% responsibility for my part in our relationship and you for yours. And that means separate finances, which is also another, another point is that I believe in separate finances because just like you take responsibility uh, and it's of course by choice because it eliminates a lot of issues right away. And uh, when it comes to also uh, helping a man financially, if you think about it, 
even if you decide, okay, I'm going to give that money to him, well, there's a lot of disadvantages. Well, you might think, well, I'm helping him being such a good person. I'm rescuing this man. And uh, what happens is that, well, he he starts associating you with, uh, so there's that negative reaction where he feels like, okay, there's that pressure and there's that debt. It's negative. It's lack. It's the energy of lack. It's the energy of like being forced. I have to do something. It's that obligation. It's that debt. And all of that, all of that negativity is being associated with you. And no man wants it. And that is why the biggest reason why so often you hear the stories when uh, a man, a man, a couple are together and then the man has some kind of with a financial challenge and he did something, he made a mistake. And instead of fixing his own mistake, well, he asks his partner, the woman he's with, to help him and she agrees. And so what happens during this challenging time? She helps him. Maybe she gives him a money. She goes, gets a second job. And what happens? As soon as he recovers, as soon as he is now again up on the horse, he, he will, uh, chances are 90%, 90 plus percent of the time, uh, he, he, will, uh, he will leave. He will find someone else. He will uh, break up with her. He will find the reason it's not going to work. Because on a subconscious level, he doesn't want to be. He associates his struggles, his pain, his challenges with her now. As she was there every step of the way, helping him, giving him the money, and she, he doesn't want to be a part of it. Which is a whole another point of uh, how you show up. Like it's and again, this is something that I address in um, the next level uh, in my uh, deeper program, Love by Design Next Level for. Uh, Women who already found the ideal to partner and they want to make sure they navigate through all of the, the challenging critical points in relationships, all the stages of relationships successfully and uh, understanding these kind of principles. So I'm just uh, pointing out that it's important to understand those things. And of course, we go deeper inside the program because when you don't understand it, you can totally sabotage yourself. You can totally do something that seems to be like of course, I'm going to do that. And it's actually quite the opposite. What you do want when a man has a problem, you want to create a space, you give him that emotional support, but uh, give him the space and leave. Let him solve this problem. So show that, yes, I'm going to be there for you. I believe in you and you got it. You the man, you go and solve it. That is the only way for a man to grow into a bigger and better version of himself. And you have to totally believe you're not serving any man by babysitting him, by rescuing him, because ultimately, uh, if you don't believe in the man and that he's got it, he can handle it, well, you're disempowering man, you're emasculating him. And then don't be surprised when he leaves you for someone else who is a total bitch, right? And he loves her and does everything for her because he... She's the one who sets the standard. She's the one to create the boundary. She's the one who uh, gets him to be the kind of man uh, he actually subconsciously wants to be. And again, men always respond to us women. They have so much power and it's so, so important to understand. So you don't want to be uh, associated with any uh, struggle and challenges and you don't want to be taken on that rescuing uh, role because as soon as you rescue man he, he'll be gone 
for someone to someone else because men actually again they don't want to be rescued. And going back to the movie, of course, it was all about the scam, and the whole point of it is that those women were so uh, easily tricked into that scam, and uh, of course, who is responsible? Well, uh, how uh, it could be, it can happen anywhere, and what matters is that uh, how you show up. So when you and what what. Um, like, what is it about you that, uh, like, why is this happening for you? So if, uh, if I were one of those women, I would ask myself that question. It's not like, it's not about what, what did I do wrong or what's wrong with me or how could I not see all of the uh, red flags? No, it's like I would ask myself a question. How is, uh, wh- how is this happening for me? Because there is a lot of lessons, there is a lot of opportunity for them to grow uh, as women, of course, and uh, how they show up and the kind of men they can attract and uh, what boundaries they set. And, of course, there's so many lessons for so many other people. And I don't think it's about trust. I think uh, trusting people, uh, I trust people, but I'm also very smart and I can read people very very quickly and i look for signs of like i look for those signs right away if we pay attention and especially with personality typing it makes it super easy to uh read like scan people very quickly and understand uh who they are and certain personality types will have those uh, that, that they will have a tendency to to get into more like illusionary relationships. And then you understand that about yourself. Like, you know, you know, your mission is to love your mission. You, you dream about like that fairy tale and uh, just becoming aware of that already helps because we can be so tempted to want to believe in this fairy tale and overlook all of the red, uh, red flags. And it's just starts with awareness and also specific set of skills. So like the kind of questions you ask, the kind of things you look for, the, how you type a man, and what are the extreme versions of different types? Like, uh, what are the tendencies? And of course, understanding like what makes quality man and what makes uh, somebody achieve a certain level of success and what are the signs that it's actually real versus it's just uh, made up. And uh, what really matters, like how relationship progresses. So uh, there has to be... and there was that point, right? There was some kind of progression in the movie. But uh, when you look at facts, like when you look at numbers, okay, how many times have we met? How many friends have I actually met? How um, how many conversations we had about these different topics that really like how, but it's got to be evidence, right? Evidence of what, uh, what the person really, what they say about themselves and who they are that there is a match and it's a skill you can totally learn that uh and start it starts with practicing of course typing helps makes it so much easier to to be able to spot those red flags and understand different personality types and uh this particular guy of course um his type is uh well his big of course his biggest um his biggest asset, his biggest method or strategy is communication. And it's like very, like, he's really, really good communicator. He just 
knows uh, on an emotional level, he knows what buttons to push and exactly what to say and when. And he like really uses his strongest asset. And of course it hurts people. So understanding uh, that, seeing that, like even messaging, like certain personality type of man will use those emotional expressions and words and emojis and lots of emotions and lots of messages. And so, uh, and knowing what exactly, okay, so he's uh, this specific type. So what are the red flags about this type? What does this type tends to do? Well, he tends to overreact. He tends to be overly emotional. He also uh, tends to uh, lie and exaggerate, right? So, and it's exactly what we saw. And of course, being a narcissist, and signs of a narcissist, which is a whole different uh, topic. So with that being said, I'd love to hear your thoughts about it and maybe different perspective and different things. And of course, the whole dynamic about the narcissist and the uh, codependent type of women. Uh, please share with me on Instagram, PS underscore love by design. And uh, I look forward to connecting with you. Thank you so much. I'll see you in the next episode. Did you know that seven out of 10 new relationships fail within the first year of being together? Well, I believe that finding lasting love means unlearning everything. We have been taught our entire lives about what it means to date, choose the right partner, and create a happy relationship. Want to ask a question on a future episode of Love by Design Q&A? Click on the link in the show notes to record your question in the voicemail, and I will most likely answer it. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please rate, review, and subscribe to Love by Design on iTunes. This helps a lot in ranking the show and would be greatly appreciated. And if you have any comments or questions, leave a comment below. Make sure you hit subscribe if you haven't already. And if you'd like to check out my YouTube channel, Love by Design, go to youtube.com forward slash love by design.